Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are talking all about dogs with jobs. So in the first half, we talked about uh, dogs who are service dogs, police and military dogs, as well as search and rescue pups. So we've got a few more for us. Justine, go. Yeah, so we have detection dogs. So these dogs are trained to sniff out a particular substance or group of substances. You might see these uh, these guys walking around airports. <laughs> they, you might get a little nervous when they're walking around sniffing things. You're like, oh, God, please don't <laughs> my stuff. Uh, I was once, once flagged for having trace amounts of cocaine on my hands. Um and I'm like forever terrified whenever I see um, oh, dogs. Oh my god, that is hilarious! <laughs> Just because, wow. Must they come from money? I don't know. That's my only guess. Anyways, so detection dogs—they are often sniffing out of illegal drugs, um, explosives, blood, human remains. Um, they can actually even learn to detect things like cancer, abnormal blood sugar levels. Um, I believe we see this sometimes with. They use it with diabetics. Yes, yes, they do. Um, and you can see the overlap here with detection dogs and service dog work. So um, there is a bit yep. of it there. But the next one is actually really cool. They can even, some of these detection dogs are just bred to sniff out insects. So like, i.e. Beg, bed bugs or animal feces. So you're a you're in the um, environmental space and you are looking for a rare type of, I don't know, bird and you teach your this dog to sniff out the the feces of this this animal and they will go through the woods and and find where this animal has been pooping crazy yeah (laughs) they use it all the time and like yeah different like biological environmental you know um preservation work it's it's insane very, very cool. So what are the breeds we would see doing this? Um, so we'll see a lot of hounds doing this type of work because that's literally what scent hounds were bred to do. So we see a lot of beagles. Um, again, we see a lot of golden retrievers in labs. Uh, we even see border collies doing this sometimes. Um, but yeah, we see the bloodhounds. We see uh, different types of coon hounds doing this sort of work. So um, any... Basset hounds, again, any scent hound nails it at uh, detection. Um, but almost any dog can be, if they have the the will to detect something, can detect anything, even that's just if that's just food. Interesting. Very cool. All right. What do we have next? All right. Well, this one is, I want to hopefully say this one is like a no-brainer. This is, this <laughs> is herding dogs. And herding dogs are a farmer's or rancher's best friend. That and protection dogs. Oh, yeah. Also very common on farms. We have a friend that has protection dogs. Oh, like guardian dogs. Yes. Yes. Oh. um, Right to protect, you know, your livestock. Like in this case, um, uh, we have a friend who has a farm and she has chickens and goats. And what are what are the breed of her dogs? You've seen them have a big poofy. So hers things. are a mix of a Great Pyrenees and um, 
something else, but uh, most great Pyrenees are uh, guardian dogs. That's what they, again, they were bred to do. They were bred to protect. Um, same with uh, uh, like a lot of the giant breeds are, are bred for that sort of work. Um, that's why they make great family dogs too, because they love to protect. Um, but back to far herding dogs, herding dogs are uh, bred to do just that grab the herd, move them around for the rancher or farmer in whatever way they are trained to do. Um, if you watch these videos online, oh my God, it's amazing. The whistling system that um, these dogs are trained, again, most of them like uh, Australian Shepherds or Australian cattle dogs or Border Collies, they are trained to hear like a specific type of whistle, go left, go right, go around, go back. Like it's incredible um but they are also naturally uh like uh, embedded to herd animals amazing yeah and obviously we would see this in border collies australian cattle dogs australian shepherds um any other ones kens that would do the corgis uh yeah cardigan welsh corgi and Pembroke Welsh Corgis. So Pembroke are the ones that we see most of. The one the Queen has had. R.I.P. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, the ones the Queen had. Um, she those those are herding dogs. So people get corgis thinking that they're absolutely adorable, um, but they are bred to herd, and they will herd children or cats or other dogs if they are bored. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's another one for you. That's really Mm -hmm. funny. Okay, moving on to our last type of working dog that we're going to really dive into. These are therapy dogs. So we did reference these at the start of the episode when we talked about service dogs, but we like to keep them separate because they are different. Um, So therapy dogs really provide um, psychological or physiological therapy to individuals other than their handlers. So that's kind of the big distinction between service dog versus therapy dog. A therapy dog, the handler would go somewhere where folks are in need of the therapy dog's support. They're not taking the support themselves and they would bring the dog and be responsible for the dog while they're engaging with folks that would need support. So St. John's Ambulance would be the organization locally that would administer that program. Yes, and you would see um, therapy dogs in places like hospitals, schools, um, you know, retirement centers, um, places of high stress levels. Uh, these, uh, this is where therapy dog work really comes into play. Um, yeah, hospices, um, anywhere where there's just a need for for some sort of, you know dog love like yeah we're actually doing a partnership with conestoga college in november to um, take an iteration of our pups and poses yoga class and we've partnered with st john's ambulance and the students are going to have an opportunity to engage with the therapy dogs and then practice a yoga class um so we're super excited to do that uh later this month for students at conestoga yeah and the nice thing about therapy dog work is that there, as long as your dog has a stable temperament and is friendly and easygoing to some capacity, um, i.e., they are okay around, you know, um, 
accessibility items like wheelchairs and, and things like that, um, then any dog can really be a therapy dog. Like in, in some capacity, I think all of our dogs are therapy dogs in our homes for us on the daily. But um, yeah, in order to be considered for therapy dog work with some uh, like a, a um, organization like St. John's Ambulance, um, they just need to, you know, go through the steps of just um, being able to handle a few situations. And important to note, because you had this learning experience that if your dog is fed raw, unfortunately, they are not eligible, at least locally, um, to be a therapy dog due to risk of bacteria transmission because you're often working with immunocompromised folks. So um, if your dog is raw fed, unfortunately, that's not something you can do. But for all other dogs that are even tempered, definitely a nice opportunity to give back in the community. Yes, and there you have it. Those six jobs are just incredible, and it warms my heart so much to think about how dogs have helped us become uh, what us humans are today. They're such an amazing influence on our lives and really just are, I, I can't, dogs, love them. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 